Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Q the Boss. Yes, yes. Today we have a very, 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 very special topic, right? Today we're talking about It Takes a Village. It Takes a Village. A lot of people don't, listen, I'm going to get right into it. I don't even want to beat around the bush. The other day I was having a conversation, and this is what made me talk about this particular topic. So the lady said to me, the problem I'm noticing in today's society is that the men aren't in the homes. But I said to her, this is nothing new. The problem is the, the people that are quote unquote the village are not looking after our children. When I was growing up, I was so scared to curse in front of adults. And the reason being is because I knew that I would get in trouble by my mother. My mother never took the side of my, my side. She always took the adult side, which is actually good because now it made sure that you behaved a certain way around adults. I've noticed nowadays, anytime a person confronts your child, the parent tends to jump on a child's side to go against adults. Now what you're doing in most cases, I'm not going to say there aren't some adults that are wrong. But in most cases, you're basically telling your child that they can go after an adult or talk reckless to an adult. So now this child believes that they're entitled to speak to any, um, some adult the way they want. And that's the problem. The fathers have been eliminated out of the households for a long time. But reality is, let me say this one more time. The fathers have been eliminated out of the houses for a long time. But the problem is, is the village that's changed. Too many people don't feel the need to, to, to talk to your children, right? The thing about life is having the aunties and uncles who aren't related to you is what matter. Having that sister so-and-so that's willing to talk to you so you can actually have more people who are actually telling you what your parents are telling you. It takes a village. And I've noticed that the village mentality has definitely changed. Too many people are so caught up in what they want, but not seeing what we should be doing with each other. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to say this on record. And anyone that don't understand me, they clearly don't understand me. Every mother and father that's on this live right now, it is not only your responsibility to parent your children, right? It is the village's responsibility to help parent your children. Because I'm going to tell you something. Every man and every woman should definitely look at themselves as a mother and father of all, not just your children. Because I hate to say this, but I'm going to be honest. There are some women that aren't as good as you as a mother. So you give that child a different outlook on motherhood. There aren't some men that are good as you in their household. So therefore, you give them a better look on what a man looks like. And having that basketball coach and that sports coach, it matters. We need to get back into this village mentality. The village is getting weak, right? But we expect our children to be so great, but the village is weak. A lot of people don't see the responsibilities or all of our responsibilities. Don't say Tasha's son is bad. We allowed him to be bad because of the village. Let's answer this caller. Caller, what's going on, caller? Hi. No, I, I'm calling just to say that I totally agree with what you're saying. Okay. But in my, my, my experience, what I've been seeing, because like I've, I've given back as much as I can. My kids have been in sports since they were four and five years old, and now 16 and 18. Okay. My husband's played the basketball coach, the football coach, this, that, and the other. And I've seen the young men that he's mentored throughout the years. 
they're still around. They're growing up, and, and we run into them from time to time because one of my boys still plays football. Still yes. plays football. Yes. Still run into them, and it, 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 it's unique because these boys still flock to my husband when they see him. You know, it's, hey, coach, this, that, and the other. And he's definitely had an impact in their lives. But what I find in most instances is people fall off. You know, we talk as a game, but people don't put their, their, their intentions to good work all Agreed. the time, or they may Agreed. do it for a, 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 a period of time, but it's not an ongoing thing. And I think that's where we're, we're not following through. This, this I agree with. And to me, like, what, what I don't like is when you have a child, adults talk bad about children, but yet and still they don't realize that they're not giving them better examples. Right. Absolutely. In order for us to, to quote unquote, let's just say police our community, right? This is our village. We got a police our village. You cannot laugh at so-and-so's son or daughter because they don't know how to behave. When we know that so-and-so has a lot of problems. Right? I remember my mom used to take the local person, right? her son, he, their family was very mm -hmm. broke. We were broke. But my mom used to still give even though we didn't have. And to this day, this guy still comes to my mother's. Every year he comes see my mother on her birthday. Every year. Yep. You don't forget and it. That's, that's, my, that's been my experience. My parents still, people, we call my, we used to call my mother, I live in uh, Maryland, PG County. So yes. We used to call my mother PG. So her, uh, her house was right there, all the middle school, the high school bus stop. My mom's um, house was right there. So mm -hmm. if anybody did dirt, I can remember boys fighting and in front of my mother's house and, and, and someone coming back, apologizing to my dad and whooped the boy's butt. Mm -hmm. But then coming back to my mom's house, apologizing for fighting in front of her house or fighting in front of her, period. You know, whatever. that's how much respect they have for my parents or what have you. See, and I look at my husband and I, we've been married for almost 20 years. My parents and his parents still married to this day, 60 mm, years for his parents, mm, mm, 40, almost 50 years for my parents. So that's mm, the, the, the foundation that both of us are building. And we have a blended family. My husband had three kids. I had one child. We had two together. Beautiful, you know? beautiful, beautiful. But we've always tried to set a good example for them and their friends. My husband two of my son's friends, their father, police officer in their lives, you know, mm -hmm, this, that, mm -hmm, these boys mm -hmm. didn't know how to ride a bike up until two years ago. They're 16 and 18 years old now. They just learned how to ride a bike within the last two, three years. Wow. And that's because my husband took them to the park and taught them how to ride a bike. Their dad didn't, you What's, know, whatever, but my husband is. So he's always done, but you don't have enough people doing that and yes. being serious about it and committed to it yes. and following through with it. What's, what's your name and what's your husband's name? My name is Russell and my husband's name is Tony. Let me give y'all flowers. Let me give y'all flowers. <laughs> you know, and, and you I'm... Know what? But we don't need them. You know no, what? you know, you know what, though? It's still, it's still a beautiful thing to acknowledge our each other. Our flowers are seeing these young men growing up and mm -hmm. doing the right thing. These, I mean, some of these boys, and there's a couple of them may have fallen off, mm -hmm. but the vast majority of them are doing good things even now. You know? I so, agree. I agree. You know what? You said. And I will say that. I'm not giving you flowers because of the fact that what you're doing is because you're doing it not looking for the flowers. That's why we're giving you your flowers. Right? And I want you to know, in my village, I appreciate you. And I love you and your husband. And I, and I love that you guys come from very strong marriage backgrounds. And this is what we're trying to procreate and change the mentality up here. Well, I appreciate you. Listen, we love each other up here. That's what we do. Guys, that's an amazing story, right? That's an amazing story. Listen to what she just said. You see, it's the village mentality that we've lost. And this is why we have so much problems. There are a lot of people who don't have prominent people in their homes. You have a lot of young men who have a lot of very, 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 very emotional women teaching them how to be fathers or be men. 
So what happens is the boy learns the same thing he's only shown. He's never been shown how to be a man. But then he gets older and you diss him. It's like under being underprepared for a job and then laughing at you for being underprepared for a job that you were never taught. That's how it is being a man. If a person don't show you or teach you and your environment don't teach you how to be a man, it takes you longer to learn how to be one and vice versa for a woman. There are a lot of women who get teased for being promiscuous, but in reality, a lot of them are looking for love. This is why they believe that their only value is in love, being sexed. That's the truth. You have a lot of women that don't know any better because it's the village. We're missing out on our village, right? And that's what we need to get back to. We need to get back to the things that really matter, the value, right? The value is in who drives the best cars in the neighborhood. The value is who add value into the neighborhood. Who's willing to give back? Who's willing to, to tell the children, like, you know what? I'll drive you to your baseball games, right? I'll, I'll drive you. You have a kid right now who wants to be at that baseball game, but yet and still their mother don't have the money to do it. And the mother is doing the best she possibly can. But if you're a little bit more fortunate, mothers and fathers, do a little bit more. One thing you have to understand about life, the most valuable thing that someone can give you is their time. It's not about the money. We tend to overvalue the money. I don't got money to buy them this. And I don't got Listen, that boy might have you around and being next to you might give him a different outlook on life because the word exposure leads to expansion. The mind won't expand if the mind isn't exposed. So if a person isn't exposed to certain things in life, they're only going to behave a certain way. It's the village. We have too many adults still want to be children because they, they don't want to grow up. They've been in Toys R Us their whole life. What was that jingle? I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And it's time you put your toys down and grow up. Because we're mad at the fact that our children are the way they are, but we're not seeing that as adults we're not any better. We're not any better. We give our children a bad outlook on what parenting looks like. Right? When I was a child, my mom made sure I didn't see or know things about her that I shouldn't know. She kept a child in a child's place. A lot of people allow their children to get in adult conversations. They talk to their children about things they should not be talking to them about. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to record and say this. And I'm going to use me as an example. There is no way in hell I will sit with my son or daughter and talk about their mother. There is no way in hell I would do that. You know how weird you have to be to sit with your child and talk about the other side of their parents? You have to be a weirdo. And the reason why I say a weirdo, because no matter how you slice it, a part of that child still loves that person. But the problem is you want to push your agenda to the child because he may or she may have hurt you. That got nothing to do with parenting. That got nothing to do with him or her as a father. I've met some of the greatest women who are great mothers, but they're not great for relationships. I met great fathers who are great fathers, but they're not made for relationships. It's just what it is. Because a lot of us don't work on ourselves. We try to hide who we are, and then ultimately it comes out in the relationship. It's better you tell me who you are in the beginning, opposed to me finding out later. Because we play Halloween, and that's what we do. We hide who we are. And then when ultimately when a person eventually finds out, because 
One thing you have to say, what may shine may not be a diamond. And what may glitter may not be gold. See, the problem is sometimes you look at the physical, right? The physical. But you don't look at the mental of the person. Some people's mentality is warped. It's the way they were raised. It's the lack of the village. A lot of people don't realize that it's the village that's becoming weaker. It's what it is. I was scared of Miss Jenkins that lived on the corner of my block. I was scared of her. No blood related, but yet and still I knew if she heard me curse, she was going to tear me up. And I was scared of that. But a lot of times, people don't understand. I remember, I'll give you a story. I used to live in a lady named Fanny, right? She has two big, she has some sons. They're big, big boys. I used to live in her basement, right? Me, my mother, my brother, we used to live in her basement. And I promise you, one day, me and my brother, my mother used to work a lot. So my mom used to leave and we would literally come home later. And one day, Fanny said to us, if you come home late another day, there's going to be problems. Me and my brother laughed at it like, yo, you ain't going to do nothing. You ain't our mother. That's what we thought. We came home late the next day. Fanny tore us a new one. It's crazy. Her name is Fanny, and she tore up our fannies. Tore us up and didn't have no remorse. And said, keep crying. I'm going to give you something to what? Crowd foul. And she said that straight up. She said, keep crying. I'm going to give you something. See, you just beat us. That's why we're crying. I'm going to go on record and say this. I'm a Bible believer. I don't knock no one in their religion and their belief. I think everyone needs some form of uh, uh, belief so they can have a, uh, uh, a standard of life. I think everyone should. Right? The problem is everyone don't have a standard of life. Something they can go to that that's like the... the the, 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 the law of life, right? One thing I know the Bible says is spare the rod and spoil the child. My mom ain't spared no rod. And her children ain't never been spoiled. So therefore, you wonder why you, a single mother can raise a man. A single mother can raise a man. It can happen. And it's happening. But the problem is, some of my women, you have to stop feeling victim or guilty the fact that the dad is not there. So you overly compensate for the fact that he's not there. You have to stop doing that. See, when a woman believes that because the father is not there, she has to overly do because he's not there, then the child is spoiled and he takes advantage. And you see this extremely. When the mother's not realizing that the man that don't exist in my home, I should be trying to create. The man that don't exist in my home, I should be trying to create. Not spoiling this boy, making this boy believe that he is something more than what he is. I talked to some boys, and I'm going to tell you, the craziest story I've ever seen one day was a lady. She went to three different stores. She bought the boy a burger from McDonald's. She bought him fries from Burger King. And then she bought him nuggets from Wendy's. She went to three different restaurants to get this boy his meal. Came back, gave the boy his meal. I looked at it. I said, damn, this boy, he's going to be looking for a mother when he get older. He ain't going to be looking for no wife. He's going to be looking for a mother. But when you tell a woman this, they get upset. And I'm like, get out your feelings. We're trying to raise a man. Ladies, when a man is telling you how to raise a man, I think you should listen more. Especially when you view him as a man. To get advice, right, is how you grow. You have to be willing to get advice. Caller, what's going on, Caller? Caller. Right? But this is what we need to understand. So when you sit back every day and you evaluate what's the problem, 
It's the village. It's the village. The village is becoming weaker and weaker and weaker, right? A lot of us don't have a moral compass. The mentalities are weak. So therefore, we're mad that we're procreating weak children because the parents are weaker. It's just what it is. Mommy cares about bags and shoes more than she cares about her child's education. You worried about how you look in the world more than if your kid get tutoring. You're yelling at your child for the fact that they're failing in a subject when they, it's not that they're dumb, it's that the fact that they need help. Some of these public schools are overly populated, so therefore the child is not getting enough t attention to study or to learn. And some children become very insecure about asking for help. Let me say that again. You're mad at your son or daughter for being in a classroom, right? And in this classroom, all right, the kid is insecure about asking for help. Yes, about asking for help. So with this kid being insecure about asking for help, they're nervous about looking foolish. So of course our children are going to be behind, right? Think about the narrative. I do not care about putting... Jordans and material on my child where my child can't even read through a cat in a hat book. This is the mentality. This is the mentality. You have to understand what's, what's more, more valuable. But a lot of us are caught up in the wrong things. We care about how our children look. It's sad that your kid is about to be the flyest kid that's about to repeat the same class. Your kid is about to get left back, but yet still he's the flyest kid in the, in the grade. And the sad part, he's about to be the oldest too. Damn. Damn. This is the mentality. But if you talk about it, you're wrong, right? But you're not wrong by exercising truth. We got to get more tight. We got to grow the hell up. You got to understand my village matters. And I feel like I'm a staple of my community, so therefore, I'm going to be an example for my community. And I say this on record, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not perfect, but every day I inspire myself to be better. And that's what makes me a good man. Ladies, judge a man based on his potential. Not just his potential, but what, by what he's doing and not just what he's saying. A person that's working hard on himself is a great person. Let me say that one more time. A person that's working hard on themselves is a great person. We get so caught up in this fake idea of what perfection looks like. Ultimately pretending to be perfect. And when, when, when we find out who you really are, now you're embarrassed. Well, you should have been embarrassed at the fact that you want to pretend that you're perfect. No one is perfect. Parents, no one is holding you to the fact that you may have made mistakes when you were younger. I was a 17-year-old father. You think I didn't make a lot of mistakes? My son probably got bumps and bruises on his head from when he was a kid. I dropped him a few times. I didn't know. But I had to learn. I had to learn. Right? I had to learn. And the person that's on his live right now that needs to learn needs to just accept what it is. You cannot produce a, 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 a peach from an apple tree. You want a peach from an apple tree. Where does that even make sense? 
we got to have this conversation. We got to have this conversation, right? And that's a problem. And a lot, a lot of us don't want to hear truth. Our village is getting so weak because of the way we parenting. Our village is getting so weak because we ignore the children. Our village is getting so weak because we don't lead by example. Our village is getting so weak because we don't care. Your children is not my problem. That is the most ignorant thing an adult can say. What makes you the difference between an adult and a child? An adult is supposed to care about his youth because a lot of the times the children don't know any better. They only know what they see and they only behave in the way they've seen. You got kids that can curse better than adults, right? You, got, you have children who can curse better than adults. Where the hell they get that from? Where they get that from? Don't tell me it's just, it's just, it's just mommy and daddy. It's that village also. A lot of the times people are the products of their environment. They're a product of their environment. But if we don't fix the environment, our children will be what? A product of the environment. It's the truth. This is our problem. My, 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 my villagers, when I was growing up, they gave a damn about me. Right? They made sure they spoke to me when they saw me. First question they asked is, how your mother doing? Making sure that you know I know who your mama is. So act up. Now you know what a person to do? They're sitting in the back, watch you act a fool. Like, hmm, Sandra's son is just no good. That's what we do. We just become gossipers. Rather than being, but be changing people that's willing to change, make change. What are your priorities? What are your morals? We've changed. We changed. What, what's the solutions? What the solution is, we need to be more conscious of how we behave. Let's call it that one. That's one right there. Another solution is being an, an example to our children and the children that we come in that interact with, right? Ladies and gentlemen, you can't call somebody the N-word and get mad at the fact that the children use the N-word. You can't keep cursing and get mad at the fact that everyone keeps cursing. This is what they see. You know something crazy? I'm going to tell you something. The other day, I sat with one of, my, um, one of the teachers that work at my school. So he comes to my barbershop. And we were having a conversation. He's been here for three generations. So let's say the grandmother, the mother, and now the, the son or daughter. He's been here for three generations. You know what he said the other day? He said, as soon as he see the last name of someone, he already know how that child is going to behave. I said, what do you mean? He said, through his experience of being in a school system, the children are either worse than who they come from. And I said, you kidding me? He said, no. Look at the narrative. A lot of the times, grandpa took a bath in some dirty water, left the same water for dad to take a bath in the same dirty water. And now what happens is our children take a bath in that same dirty water, and then we wonder why we're not clean. Let me say that one more time. You take grandpa, who took a bath in, 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 a, in a bath, right? Then he left the same water for the dad to take a bath in that same water, Ultimately, putting his children in that same dirty water. That's the environment. Then you wonder why our children behave the way they behave. A pastor can live in the hood and the children will still can turn out bad. There's a lot of God in that house. There's not a lot of God in that environment. 
Let me say that one time. A pastor can live in a bad environment and procreate a bad child. It's the village. It's the communities. We don't police our own communities. We don't take care of our children. We don't help Miss, Miss so-and-so cross the street anymore. We don't help her with her groceries, right? We don't, we don't stop cursing when we see our elders. That's the solution. That's a major start right there. The rule is if someone call my house and tell me my son says something he ain't got no business saying, there is no taking his side. My son is in trouble because that person should have never called my phone. If they went out their way to call me, you in trouble. That's the difference of the parenting. You got mommy, when, when, when your daughter come home, she tell you, Miss so-and-so yelled at me. Miss so-and-so yelled at you because your daughter's grown as hell. But you're going to ignore the fact that that's why. This grown woman is so sick that she just want to pick on your daughter. Now you in the house getting Vaseline all over your face, ready to go down the street and fight. Only telling your child that's wrong, you're right. Meanwhile, your child has ever been so wrong. But this is what we do. We're so ignorant. Ignorant. Parents, we need to wake up. We need to wake up. If we don't wake up, our children will forever be asleep. Let me say that one more time. Parents, if we don't wake up, our children will forever be asleep. Our children are dying in the streets at the hands of another person's child. Babies are killing babies. And we don't see that as a problem. But what you're going to say is, Miss so-and-so's son ain't no good. Miss so-and-so's son was no good when he was little, but no one stepped up to help him. A lot of the times these boys act out because they don't know how to control their emotions. So they misbehave, they play with guns, they resort to violence because they don't know anything else. Let them, it's called displaced anger. A lot of us suffer from displaced anger, right? Let me say that one more time. A lot of us suffer from displaced anger. You take a boy who was never taught how to control his emotions. His only premise of life is how to misbehave because he's hurting inside, so he wants others to hurt also. That little boy watched his mother get cheated on left and right, right? That little boy don't respect women because he saw that's what men do. And we're going to talk about that boy when he don't know any better. That little girl saw her mother literally sell her body to pay bills. That's all she saw. She saw the only time she felt like she had a worth is when she was giving herself away. And now what you going to do? You're going to laugh at that little girl. We're not realizing that that little girl need help. The world is a big AA. We all need help. We got to stop laughing at each other. One thing I'm not going to do is laugh at somebody for their mishaps and their, and their flaws. We're going to help work on each other. We got to build back the village. The village is ever so weak. It's weak. The village is weak. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to wake up. Our children are going to die asleep. These kids don't know nothing. They think they know so much. Yeah, they think they grown because you allowed them to be grown. I told you I could not walk up to my mother and get in an adult conversation without her punching me in my mouth. If my mother was talking to an adult, I could not butt into that conversation. Now look at the change. A child would see his mother talking or her mother talking and jump right in the conversation like they grown. Who allows that? Who allows that? You keep a child in a child's place. 
You're allowing these children to feel like they're grown than what they are. If I can talk back in a conversation with my mother, what happens when I go in the world? Ms. Johnson ain't got no power over me because I, I can say curses in front of my mother. I'm grown. We out here TikTok dancing with our daughters. That's the problem. Right? We out here chasing girls with our sons. That's the problem. But if I say this, I'm the enemy. Daddy, you ain't lit no more and this ain't high school, Daddy. You're a grown man. Grow up. Mommy, you're, you're a very attractive girl. But at the same time, act your age, not your shoe size. We got to call it what it is. Our villages are suffering because the parents are getting weak. We're fearing getting older. It's a big blessing to see an older year in life. The lady said to me the other day, she said, I got a question for you. I said, what? She said, how old do I look? I said, you look like you're like mid-30s, almost 40. She said, never. I look like I'm 25. I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see it. But if you think that, then so God bless you. You ask me what age do I see when I see you. I told you you look mid-30s to early 40s. She's 36 years old. She said, no, I think you're just saying that. I said, miss, you asked me how old do I look. And I told you what I think. She got so mad at me because I didn't want to say she looked like she's in her 20s. Listen, you went through your 20s, right? We're in our 30s, our 40s, our 50s. And we still want to hold on to our early days. Lady, you may look beautiful for your age. But I think you ever should be acting your age. Men, you may look uh, nice for a grown man, an older gentleman. But your beard is only not gray because you're using Beijing. I'm going to call it what it is. You dodge your beard, of course. But you don't have to act young because of the fact that you still want to look very vibrant and young. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking a man that, that dyes his beard. But at the same time, don't pretend and fool yourself to believe that you're young because of the fact that you're able to dye your beard. Ladies, don't act like you're younger and your body is so vibrant because of the fact that you went to Dr. Miami and got surgery. You're still your age. Let's not, not act our age. You can look beautiful, you can look handsome, but you still have to be willing to act your age. You shouldn't be the loudest girl in the club, meanwhile you're the oldest girl in the club. You shouldn't be the loudest man in the club, meanwhile you're the oldest man in the club. Let me say that one time, you shouldn't be the loudest girl in the club, meanwhile you're the oldest girl in the club, and you shouldn't be the loudest man in the club when you're the oldest man in the club. Yo, brother, you in a club as a grown man doing every dance that's vibrant right now as if you're young like these young people and you expect a young person to respect you when you have never gave them something to respect. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, you act every bit of like a young girl, but yet and still you want young girls to see you as an adult. Meanwhile, she see you as a peer. But if I say that I'm the enemy, we're going to call it what it is today. In order to fix our village, we got to fix these adults too. We can't fix our children because our children are learning what they learn from where? From where? It's coming from somebody. They keep saying these children are ignorant as hell. Then you meet their parents. I'm like, yeah, mama, you ignorant too. But you're not going to look at you because you're going to say I'm grown as hell. Are you? Grown is not a word. Grown is an action. 
Being a woman is an action. Being a man is an action. If you're not acting like you're grown, you're not acting like a woman or a man, you are every bit of still a child. But if I say that, I'm the enemy. But I'm the enemy. Listen, I don't favor no man. I don't favor no woman. I favor what's right and what's right and what's right. If you're wrong, you're wrong, and I'm just going to call it what it is. A lot of men do corny stuff. A lot of women do corny stuff. It's the truth. I'm not going to uh, favor a man because I'm a man. And the sad part, a lot of the things women you describe is not even men. Because men don't behave the way some of y'all describe. A man is, listen to this. I told my boy today this. Watch this. Stay with me. Notice how a lot of times you tell a woman, when they describe men, I, I don't see a real man behaving like that, right? Today, my boy said, he said, what did he say? He said, a man, I said, a man, a man, a man does not borrow things he cannot replace, for one. I think the problem is we haven't set the standard of what a woman is and what a man is. Age is not the factor to the fact that if you're an adult, age just means you're old, but it doesn't mean you're grown. Grown is a mentality, right? Someone that is extremely codependent on somebody is not grown. If a woman is out there looking for a man to take care of her, there's no way she could be grown. If a man is out there looking for a woman to take care of him, there's no way he can be grown, right? Grown means you can take care of yourself. Let me say this again. If there's a woman out there depending on a man to take care of her, she is not grown. If a man is out there depending on a woman to take care of him, he is not grown. A woman or a man depends on self and ultimately add value into anything they attach themselves to. That's what make a woman or a man an adult. Adult is the ability to take care of oneself. So let's change this narrative. We keep saying I'm grown. You're not grown because you can get intimate with a person. Because I've been doing that since I was 12, 13 years old. That means I've been grown. We're going to call it what it is. Let's change these false narratives. Let's stop pushing these agendas. And if you say this, you're the enemy. I disagree. I think the truth is what sets us free. Right? A lot of the times when we have conversations, I believe that people believe that the truth is the enemy. But in reality, the lie is the enemy. I no longer want to hear lies because my mind cannot attach itself to a lie anymore. But a lot of us become delusional because we believe our own lies. What happens is the mouth speaks the lie. The ears hear the lie. The mind locks in the lie. And the mind believes the lie. And what happens to the lie, the lie becomes truth. But meanwhile, the lie is all false. This is our problem. We got to get back into being adults. I'm going to tell you something. My grandmother ever better treated me like a, she was my grandmother. I see grandmas nowadays that be like, don't call me grandma. Oh, you ashamed of your age, mama. You should be grateful that you're able to say that you're a grandmother. Don't say yes, ma'am. Right? Because you offended or ashamed to get older. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a beautiful thing to be above ground. To see numbers that some people wish to God they can see. Let's stop being ashamed. What are you ashamed of? Because you're not the only 40-year-old walking earth. Party with the 40-year-olds. But you want to party with the young people because you want to still feel young. That's the problem. 
That's the problem. Go look at TikTok. And I love, I don't, don't get me wrong. One thing I like about TikTok, it has given a lot of people a lot of opportunities to have a platform. But go look at TikTok. I see some grown men and grown women behaving like kids. I've noticed that social media has become more about adults than it is about the children, right? Everything I see, I'm like, yo, these adults act like real children. It makes me scared of the world because I can't believe a grown-up still acts like this, right? It's amazing. Just because you look young don't mean you young. That don't mean you young. Your heart beeps as, as many times as it's beating. It's just what it is. We got to start looking back at how we can change our village. Let's work on the solutions. Let's start talking about the things that matter. It's bad when I come around people that are 30 and 40 years old and they're not talking about, yo, I'm going to retire one day. How I'm going to retire one day. I'm a black man. And I'm a very proud black man. I'm going to tell you something. On my platform, I don't make it about color. And the reason why is because I really believe that white people in America have very similar struggles to black people. America don't teach financial literacy to the ones that's not the elite. A lot of times, black people compare the elite to the unelite of blacks, which makes it very unfair. You'll take a, a black man who's in a poverty area comparing him to a white man who comes from a generation of inheritance. It's not fair. But there are a lot of white people in the same position as black people because America only cares about who they care about. If you look at the narrative, America has only had 1% of wealthy people since the beginning of time, and it's still the same to this day. You can Google it. Someone Google it. What is the percentage of people in America wealthy? Listen to you, Tyler. Are you Googling it? He's going to Google it, and we're going to come back to them, and I'm going to show y'all. See, the problem is we believe what we want to believe. The narrative is the narrative. People realize that America likes to put us as cattle. We're cattle to their system. But if you talk about this, you become the wrong. Right. Let me see that. Now I want to show them. Right? So one thing about me, I don't, I don't create my own premise. Right? Hold on. Top 1% of households. Where is it at? Okay. Federal Reserve data indicates that Q4 2021, the top 1% of households in the United States held 32.3% of the country's wealth. Did you hear that? So let's have this conversation. The problem is not, it's not, it's what we're not taught. We're fighting the wrong fights. Men and women in America, the fight is not black against white. I'm going to call it what it is. The fight is the rich holding on to all the wealth, not allowing other people to become wealthy. That's really the problem. When you keep saying a, black, a white man is stopping us, that's not the reality. It's the percentage of people that have wealth that's stopping us from getting wealthy. Then you have a person on this live who maybe ever been a white in a struggle looking at you like, what money do I have? You have more whites in America on welfare than blacks. We're going to push this narrative position. Bring it up. There are more whites in America on welfare. They've created a term. It's called per capita. Per capita is how you create the premise of saying that more black people are on social services, 
our welfare, which is not true. It's not true. Blacks in America make up anywhere from 14 to 16% of the country's population. So it has ever been impossible for more blacks to be on welfare. Huh? All right. But I got to say that. Right? And this is what we don't get. But when you talk about it, you become the enemy. See, the villages are struggling because of the fact that we don't even understand financial literacy or understand economics. We got to look into the things that matter. Because if you don't go into the things that matter, you tend to fall for anything. They say, if you don't stand for nothing, you're what? Fall for anything. And a lot of y'all are falling for anything. They putting the blindfold over your eyes. They got you fighting the wrong fight. You, you in the projects and you got a white girl in the project standing next to you talking about she got some inheritance. Why the hell she live in the projects with you then? Let's call it what it is. They said we got projects, they got what? Trailer parks. A lot of them are misinformed also. It's the villages. We got to learn what matters, right? Let's talk about this. Overall, in 2019, 19.5% of the total population received or lived with a family member who received benefits in any amount, right? That's SNAP, that's all of these programs, right? So let's talk about it. Say it again? The last one? Right, non-Hispanic whites accounted for 44.6% 44 white people accounted for 44.6% of government funding. 44%, right? Mm. But if you sit back and keep listening to these narratives, your village is going to be full. In order to raise the awareness of our village, we got to start telling the truth. But sometimes I genuinely believe that people said so many lies so long that the lie has become the truth. It's not the truth. America only cares about who they care about. And it's time we start caring about the people that they don't care about. Let me say this again. America only cares about who they care about. And it's time that we start caring about the people that they don't care about. We keep making this a, a war, right? You cannot be my enemy and you're in the same poverty-stricken situation as me. Ladies, y'all gotta stop being our enemy. Men, we gotta stop fighting our war with these women. We got to recreate this village. We need each other. We need the energy from both parties. And ladies, you got to understand, some of my men are broken men. Some of my women are broken. They've been through a lot. So they do have trust issues. They have trauma. Trauma's real. But if we talk about it, we become wrong. We got to start learning what really matters. The village is what matters. How do we build back the village? The mentality of working together, the mentality of caring about other people's children, the mentality of watching a person. Uh, you know what we'd rather do? Right now, you could be getting arrested. You know the first thing we do rather than, than, than care? We take out our phones and record it so we can get a laugh at it. Right? That's the reality. We become, we, we've, we've, we've allowed ourselves to fall all the way to the bottom. There's a study, and I want to see if you can find it for me, T. It says by 2053, blacks in America could have a net worth of zero to negative by 2053. That's 30 years from now. If we don't understand that, we need to start working together. So that means our babies are going to suffer, right? Right? Let's see this. 
I'm gonna show y'all. Just so you see this now, don't make a little. Hold on, watch this. Bring this up. Median household, 2053. Right. Let's say this. I'm going to read it. Let's see this, guys. You see this? It said the median black household wealth was forecast to hit zero by 2053 in a 2017 report. Right? So this is, has been talked about since 2017, that's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Six years ago, they're predicting what's supposed to happen to you 30 years from now. Because you know why? The wealthy are taught how to create more wealth. The poor are taught how to pretend as if they have more wealth. This is the village mentality we need to change. A lot of us are fighting the wrong fight, right? I met a guy the other day, and he called my phone, and he said to me, yo, Q, I need, I need advice. I sat down with him about real estate. Him and his wife got a divorce. Neither one of them can afford to live outside of the house that they, they have together. I said, what you need to do is understand this. You have a child. He said, yes. I said, why don't you take one level of the house? And she takes one level of the house. You said wholeheartedly you don't want to be with her. He said, yes. I said to her, do you want to be with him? She said, no. I said, so why would you worry about them being with somebody else? Right? He thought about it. I said, look, the reality of all things is stay in the same house and your children get the best of both worlds. If y'all create a rule where no one can bring someone home, then that's the rule. I said, but the reality of all things is if y'all going to move out, your children are going to suffer more because now the income is going into two different situations rather than staying in one situation. He thought about it. She thought about it. And you know what they ultimately did? They stayed in the house and they're doing what they got to do. I don't understand how one person can go from literally having a child together to being enemies. Ladies, you went nine whole months with this man's child and after nine months you realize that you're his enemy. Men, you, 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 you slept with her unprotected, and now you, be, you, you made her your enemy. How? When we have procreated life and we have to work together, it don't make sense to me. Ladies, ain't no woman I can have a child with could be my enemy. And if I'm doing better, she's going to be doing better. A woman dating me would have to understand that I have a child's mother. Right? Let me say this again. A woman dating me would have to understand that I have a child's mother that I will always look out for. Because at one point before we said I hate you, we definitely said I love you. So even though the relationship has ran its course, there's no way you should be hating each other. When you have life together, it don't make sense. But this is the narrative, it's the village. You got that miserable person telling you how to behave. You got that person that may hate men telling you how to behave. You have that man that hate women that's telling you how to behave. There's somebody on here toxic as hell right now probably saying, I would never do that with my baby daddy, but look at your children. Y'all struggling when y'all could be working together. But we made everything about money and not procreating great life. We made everything about money and not 
procreate great life. Ladies, it is proven fact that it's more healthy for a man to be in a child's life than not. It's not my opinion. I need to start doing some research. It is a proven fact that it is healthier for a boy or a girl to grow up with her father around. Men teach women how to respect themselves. Fathers teach men how to be men. We need teamwork. This is the truth. The village needs teamwork. We need to work together. We need to stop fighting what society say is normal. Everything that society say normal in 2023 is toxic. It's toxic. Hating your child's father, hating your child's mother, hating your girlfriend's mom, hating your girlfriend's dad. This is how toxic we become. I'm going to tell you something. If I don't like my girl's mother, I'm going to treat her with the utmost respect. But every time I look at my girl when she's not around, I'm like, I'm only respecting your mother because I respect you. That's what compromising in a healthy relationship looks like. Because at the end of the day, that woman or that man is your woman's or your man's mother and father. That's his family. A person that loves you will understand that. This is the truth. But yet and still, we work so hard to keep pushing the toxic uh, uh, beliefs. And this is why our villages are failing. This is why our villages are failing. And our boys are insecure. And our daughters are promiscuous because they don't know who they are and how they should be treated. And this is the conversations we need to have. If we don't change this narrative, we're going to keep procreating bad life. We got to get out of our feelings and get back into our logic and learn what's truth versus, versus falsehood. Because you can say a lie don't make it the truth. The greatest lie is the lie that you tell to yourself. Because the only person that's going to believe that lie is yourself. Men, get back into your sons and daughters' lives. Women, get back into your, 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 your daughters' lives and be better women for your children. But understand, in order for us to fix the village, we got to accept what the problem is so we can work on the problem. Because there will never be a solution if we can't identify the solution. The solution is us acknowledging what's wrong. Our community is suffering. It's like a plant that gets no water and gets no sunshine. But we still expect it, expect it to sprout into something beautiful. A child, a village, will only sprout into something beautiful when, when we keep nurturing it. We keep watering it. We keep giving it sunlight, right? We keep giving it attention. If you notice, there are a lot of people on social media right now looking for attention because they never got attention growing up. So they become addicted to people giving them attention. We're attention junkies. Because mommy never said you were beautiful enough. Daddy never told his daughter, I love you. Right? And this is what we having right now. But when a village loves you, you don't have to look for love. And this is what we need to learn. So for those who understand that some of these children are misguided, misinformed and don't understand, let's start being better examples for them. Let's stop fighting this nasty narrative and keep procreating bad life. Because everything starts, ends, and begins with us. But in order to fix what's our problem, we got to acknowledge what our problem is. Today's AA. And I'm sitting here saying I pledge allegiance that I'm going to definitely be a better staple and pillar in my community. I'm going to lead by example.
I'm going to stand by what I say. I'm going to own anything I tell. And I'm going to definitely try every day to be a better and a better father. This is what we need to understand. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's not easy to learn something you weren't taught. But it's easy to do something that you can learn. So we have to learn how to be better people. Get comfortable with yourselves. Let's get out of our insecurities. And understand our village need us. Ladies, I need you. Men, I need you. Because without the village, we ain't nothing. So all the money in the world, one thing you got to understand, still won't make you happy. But watching your people become greater is what ultimately makes you happy. So let's stop pushing these nasty narratives and start working together. So if it makes sense for you and your baby mother to live in a, and I don't even like that term, that's your child's mother and that's your child's father. Let's get rid of that negative term. A baby father is a ratchet term. A baby mama is a ratchet term. Let me say that one more time. Let's get rid of this narrative that I don't know where it even comes from. A baby mama is a ratchet term. A woman shouldn't accept someone calling her a baby mama. A father should not accept being called a baby father. You are a child's mother and you are a child's father. Let's work on this narrative and stop allowing this narrative to be the premise of who we are. I am not a baby father. I am my child's father. But again, if you allow them to push the narrative, they're gonna keep digging you deeper. And we get uh, dug so deep that we don't even realize who we are because we're allowing people to tell us who we are. We gotta find our communities, build back our communities, work on our children, create uh, uh, communities that, that, that could actually help these young people be more productive. And this is our problem. As long as we keep fighting the wrong fight, we're gonna keep pushing the wrong agenda. But again, we're not doing that over here no more. Let's build back our village. Let's take back our village. No more allowing them to own our village. We're gonna take back our villages. Until next time, guys. Don't let that go over your head.